0: Hey, it's Sean.
1: Hey, it's Bree. And
0: this is I Can Explain.
1: The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask.
0: And this week's topic is something Bree is no stranger to, <laughs> delusions.
1: <laughs> I was like, if you listen to the last episode, you know that I suggested this as a topic. And Sean has continuously told me that he doesn't have delusions to share because he's not a delusional person. So I think one of my delusions to kick this off might be that I think everyone else is as delusional as I am. Right.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you can plug our shit first before we it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, on command, here we go. Talk about
0: delusion. <laughs> Talk about delusion.
1: The delusion is, is that we think some of you might actually listen to yeah. this and help and wanna us out. Follow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but for real, if you're listening, if you enjoy this podcast, wherever you're listening, if you don't mind uh giving us a five-star rating, five stars only. What, oh, I'm smacking yeah, the table while I say geez. I'm very passionate about five stars only. Um, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you're listening. Share this with a friend. And you can also go find us on social media at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. If you head over to our Instagram bio at I Can Explain Podcast, click the link. There is our merch link there as well as our Patreon. And we want to give a shout out to some... Extra special patrons, Aiden, Olivia, Liz, Serena, and Amanda, thank you so much for your support and to all our patrons, We appreciate you. And today, actually, we're recording our third bonus episode for Patreon, so that's going to be a juicy one, and that's going to be up this coming week. Um, and there's already two up there, so if you go join Patreon, then Patreon, Patreon.
0: If you become a if patron beca- on Patreon. Yes, yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> then you get two episodes right away. Yes. With the juicy tea.
0: I, the last one will be GCT. The others are um, about MLMs are just and que- more question and answers, <laughs> but, you, but you, you're used great. to it. You're used yeah. to it. I think yeah. they're
1: funny and they're entertaining. And I feel like we're going to, you know what? I'm down to make the Patreon bonus episodes a little juicier than we might do on here.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a few things that we're going to talk about here. Should I just fucking, sh- I'm not going to use some people's names, yes. but on the Patreon, maybe I'll just, I'll tag them. <laughs> I'll
1: give
0: maybe you their we'll social the insurance, their name. Their name. Yes. Yeah. We might call them live on air. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Just kidding. Um, so are we? when we were talking about delusion, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about how, first of all, I think there is a healthy amount of delusion. Yes. And I struggle with... Um, when I said I don't really have delusions, mm-hmm. that in itself is a delusion.
1: Ah, there's layers. There dreams are within layers. dreams, Ex- delusions within inception, delusions. Inception, yeah.
0: all in this bitch. Um, but some of my delusion, which is a delusion in itself, um, is that I feel like I'm not delusional because I don't stop until I get the thing that I want.
1: Can't stop till I get enough. Can't
0: stop till I get everything I want.
1: <laughs>
0: um, so, you know, that could be just one giant yes. delusion. But um, I'm also determined. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think you're more determined. I think I've always been a dreamer. Delusional, <laughs> Which is a nice way to say delusional. Yeah. But I genuinely think, like, if you talk to a lot of people in this world that have, like, accomplished crazy big things, right, most of them had to be, to a certain extent, delusional. Yeah. Because, for example, think of the most famous, like, movie star that anyone... Shia LaBeouf. Can... <laughs> sure <laughs> okay so anyone out there famous movie star famous tv star wherever like arguably anyone going into that industry right yeah you're told consistently that it's like point zero 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 one percent of people are gonna actually like get famous or like make a living off of it or whatever so, to go for that, you have to be delusional to a certain point. But if you don't go for it, you, it would never happen. So, in some ways, it, like, helps drive people. Right. And it's only delusional until it happens.
0: Then it's reality.
1: Then it's reality. So that's the thing, is because delusional people always, like, it's like the eye roll. Everyone knows that person in their high school that, you know, walked around the hallways fucking singing, and you're like, shut up, Kathy. Shut up,
0: Rachel Berry. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Exactly. And you're just like, oh, my God. And they're like, oh, I'm going to be a singer. like, okay. And it's like, it's always an eye roll until it happens. And then all of a sudden, that person... And in those dynamics, like, for example, in the high school walls, it's ironic to me that at the same time people are huge fans and standing these famous TV actors or musicians, they're also rolling their eyes at the, like, drama kids or, like, choir kids that think they can be it. And it's like... Those people that you're fans of had to also think that way at some point. Right. And probably were called delusional at some point. And it's not to say that like, there's a certain level of delusion that's true. Like, the reason, it's because it's really rare that it will actually happen. But when it does, then all of a sudden, it's success and not delusion.
0: Yeah. You're, I don't know if yours is delusion, though. Because you, uh... Lauren and I, okay. my roommate Lauren and I have talked about this before. Okay. that we hate you. <laughs> and then the conversation usually goes to why blah blah blah. One of those reasons yeah. is
1: <laughs> one of the many tears, yeah.
0: You you are delusional. Mm-hmm. You are for sure delusional. Yes. But you're the kind of delusional that I don't question <laughs> because it always works for you. <laughs> You're like so persistent in your delusion that you wait until everybody else's delusion is just yours. Like with... Take take your short film, for example. <laughs> you had no fucking clue what you were doing. No. And instead of sweating that you had no fucking clue what you were doing, you just trudged on. Yeah. And everybody... I remember you talking about all the people that you would reach out to <laughs> yes. being like, this bitch is insane. Yes. But once you got a few people that were on board, mm-hmm. you just kept trudging along. And I think you you confused and convinced them enough that they were like she knows what she's doing and then it worked out in the end
1: (laughs) this is what I'm saying I'm the queen of fake it till I make it
0: like fully and that is something that I don't I don't have that kind of delusion (laughs) right (laughs) I'm delusional in different yeah very different ways than you I think Yeah. but yours is like You don't take no for an answer. You just keep trucking until your delusion becomes You know why
1: I think it works for me, too? And I I know I jokingly said fake it till you make it. But why it's different is, like, I think it's gonna work too no that's the delusion delusion. it's not like i'm like fake it till i make it like i know this is crazy but like if i convince everyone around me that it's not blah 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 blah, i don't even know that it's crazy yeah like i'm like why can't i accomplish that like that seems like something i can accomplish and everyone else is like you're nuts and i'm like no you're wrong because i'm gonna show you and then that drives me more so like my delusion in a sense the backlash to my delusion drives me further
0: no absolutely absolutely <laughs> to it. yeah
1: but i am delusional like when i think about a lot of things especially because most of the time when you do something like anything right if you're delusional and you 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 obtain a goal then when you look back on it you're like oh my god when I started this I had no fucking idea yeah so then that's when I'm aware of my delusion yeah I'm like almost not wa- aware until I look back
0: see your delusion and <laughs> um, and uh, force in life is something that I wish I had because even things like starting this podcast right if I hadn't had your delusion backing it right because I was like let's start a podcast that was yes. me but then yes. In my mind, I was like, oh, you know, I feel like nobody's gonna. Lie. And you were like, three yeah. million listens, three million a day, three million listens. Most a day. famous <laughs> podcast. And in we're the not Ross. there yet, but with your delusion, I feel like maybe one day we could. We be. could be there. Yeah. You're on. The,
1: you just jumped aboard the delusion exactly. train, and you're yeah. rolling along with me. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I, totally I wish I
0: did have that because I have such bad anxiety that my yes. delusions are often sidetracked by my anxiety. Yes. Yeah. Well,
1: this all started for me i was actually talking to my sister about this because i did not used to be this way at all because i used to talk myself out of everything or like be kind of fear-based about decisions and when i was in first year uh college i was taking this business course blah blah they were like oh do these 18 tests that are like those personality tests yeah we were supposed to compare Yours results just said delusional yeah. all of them all yeah. 18 came back delusional no there was this one that was like I, i'm gonna get this wrong but it was like doer thinker uh delusioner f- fucking yeah no it was like um questioner and dreamer or something like that okay right so my whole life until this point i genuinely thought that i was a doer right and i when i did this test it was like very clear i was like a hundred percent a dreamer and not a doer and then i had this moment of like taking a step back and being like whoa that's actually true because when i think about anything that i've really like thought would be cool to do in my life i haven't actually made any steps forward on it i've just i'm just a big dreamer like i think about ideas and i love i have a lot of ideas i think i'm internally very creative about like what i could accomplish in life where i could go next but then that to me, I perceived that as me doing something Mm. just by thinking about it. But I didn't realize that I was just dreaming it and not actually like making any steps forward. So I literally was like, okay, I've got to start doing some of these things. And I realized that a big part of me not actually doing them was because I was worried about looking dumb to people while trying to do them. And I think like that goes back to my earlier example of like choir kids, like, you look dumb until you're fucking Ariana Grande. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's the world is shitty in that way. Like the world somehow relates success and money to like, okay, the, now it's cool that you're doing that. Yeah. Right. Whereas when you're just doing it, cause you're passionate about it, somehow you look dumb. Right. So that was like a big part of your worry. It was very sensitive to people's opinions. So I was like, how can I, do things without worrying about that and that's when I learned the behavior that you're very aware of as my friend of doing things and not telling anyone about it until it's done because then I'm like then I can't get any backlash I just do it
0: yeah you can't get sidetracked either
1: I can't get sidetracked I can't talk myself out of it based on people's reactions yeah because I think I'm very like Not even, like... I wouldn't get bad reactions for things, but, like, one example that I thought of was... I remember when I was, like, 14. And I brought this up the other day, actually, on the podcast about wanting to learn guitar. And I told one of my friends oh i think i'm gonna start guitar and she said something along the lines of like oh yeah i've always wanted to do guitar too but like everyone says once you're past the age of seven it's like really impossible to start learning like maybe you're
0: just... g- you're g- trying to be like a prodigy <laughs> yes but she
1: also like she's another 14 year old where'd she even get this fact who fucking right. knows she just like spewed this out and she wasn't even trying to say it in like a talk down to me way she just said this random sentence and i literally didn't start guitar because i talked myself out of it based on her reaction yeah and like i said on that of their podcast, I would fucking know how to play guitar right now if I didn't talk myself out of that.
0: Thank God you don't, though. You'd Can be you so me- annoying. A segment,
1: a guitar segment. You'd be so annoying. Where I just like a little tunes with Bray.
0: Like you would be that dude at a campfire in the oh, time singing Wonderwall.
1: Oh my God, every day. I'd be like that idiot at a party who shows up and it's like, like a lady... Fine, guy. I'll
0: play, <laughs> guys. Guys, I'll play. Fine, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, probably, I just happened to bring my guitar along. Yeah. Do you want to hear Wonderwall? <laughs> no, 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 that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was just like... I realized a lot of my fear was based on people's reactions around me. Whether they meant it to be judgmental or not, I was very sensitive to the way people would react about my like dreamer ideas. Yeah. So I just stopped asking, and I just stopped running things by people. I just started doing it, and then I would... I'm very conscious in the way I bring up things with people. Like, I'm like, hey, so I am doing this, or I did this, or, like, this is... I've been working on this for six months, and now it's starting next week. Right. You know what I mean? like yeah. it, Because I just know myself. It's not even about other people. Like, other people could be the most supportive people ever, but I just will talk myself out about something based on, like, people's, like, fine, pointed facial expressions that they don't even notice that they're doing. Like, I just pick up on... Little things, yeah, and so I would talk myself out of it. So I'm like, my way to be delusional and soar through this is by just keeping my delusion in a bubble and not and letting, not waiting
0: for it. Lady Gaga to respond to your DM. Okay,
1: and once again, <laughs> if Lady Gaga responded to my DMs, then would I be delusional anymore? If I, if she was at my pride party, no, then I would all of a sudden have Lady Gaga at my pride party. You got to try you gotta try well
0: you know you're still trying because she could check her messages years later well Who I knows? already deleted
1: it because I guess I was embarrassed remember I looked it up and tried to find it right but I'll try again once the world opens up if she's touring I'll just give it another world. yeah I'm like probably got like ten more thousand more followers now so like maybe she'll be more intrigued <laughs> <laughs> she probably might think it'd be really good for her like clout for like her reputation yeah to come to like my party you know
0: totally <laughs> just to seem relatable Once again, the star is reborn.
1: (laughs) The star is reborn. I'm
0: getting a little too crazy with these Gucci movies. I think I should probably go to some sad lesbians house party.
1: No, it's actually true. Now that I'm thinking about it, next time I'm not going to do a casual invite. I'm going to do a pitch of why I think this is good for her career, which is being just an everyday gal, you know?
0: I think she's past that.
1: I, I don't think so. I think she wants to bring it back. She I think wants the to bring Oscars
0: kind of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just the really, the fun. Every celebrity I feel like loves being that fun person. Like Taylor Swift just popped up at a drag bar. You know, like right. oh, it's just I think, fun and like, fresh. I to think be a the little,
0: Oscars like, and the Chromatica Oreos <laughs> probably. I think she's passed that.
1: Point. <laughs> okay, but maybe in like two years, she might want to loop back.
0: Maybe, yeah. You know? She could have like a back to roots kind of moment.
1: Back to roots moment, yeah. just at like a regular house party before for pride, making like, out me. I need with to find me. the
0: saddest lesbian. <laughs> That'll bring my image right let's back look, down. Let's look through <laughs> my DMs for the most delusional yeah.
1: bitch I can find.
0: But Okay, so you got to this point of your um, delusions basically being a reality uh, out of force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have delusions from... Uh, childhood or delusions that you used to have, like messaging Lady Gaga, Mm -hmm. that never came to light? What are some of your grandest delusions?
1: My grandest delusions? Yeah. Oh, well, When I was younger, I thought I was going to be on Broadway.
0: You literally can't sing. (laughs) No, I can't. I literally can't sing.
1: But when I was younger, the thing is, when I was younger, I believed I could. Right. I would write songs and, like, perform them for my parents. Okay. I still have, like, some old notebooks at my parents' house of, like, songs that I wrote that I thought were going to be Broadway hits. Like, I was not only going to be on Broadway, but I was going to, like... You
0: were going to be Broadway. I was going to be
1: Broadway. And I I was pretty certain of that one. Like, and that one... that one bled into high school. Like, that wasn't, like, a really young delusion. Like, there were a few years in high school there that I thought Broadway is the spot for me. Because I loved watching Broadway.
0: Right. And then the talent just wasn't there. Yeah, so.
1: which is it's something they don't really tell you a lot, that you also need talent.
0: Yeah, you need to sing to, to um, be there. Sing the, songs. To
1: sing the songs. I I thought my gusto might have been enough, but... Yeah.
0: It's a loss on that
1: one. I actually thought I was... I thought I could sing a reasonable level um, for quite a long time <laughs> like I remember when I first met Julia I had I had stopped thinking I could sing like well because in high school I thought I was a good singer Yeah. Okay. I, I really thought I was I think was good.
0: everybody thinks they're a good singer in high school
1: that's true uh, but I also like I auditioned for the jazz choir I got the jazz choir and then I got in the I got like multiple solos okay, so I'm like how bad was everyone let, else I'm gonna
0: let you in on a secret right okay. now I'm gonna break your delusion other people
1: didn't make it don't tell me everyone made it other people didn't make it.
0: There's, like, they let in 50 people to choir, and maybe they cut four of them.
1: No, Jaws Choir was a small slush group. It was about 16 people. Did
0: you have solos?
1: I had solos, and I Did- auditioned for them, and I had solos. Heard it through the grapevine, never heard a <laughs> s- voice like this, okay?
0: I <laughs> would love if anybody I, <laughs> can... If anybody Bring
1: can, in bomb. Uh, an- 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 an-
0: Anonymous. An- i <laughs> 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 i also think um uh this ties directly into that tiktok trend of yes. people the what we talked about last time uh, the waking up in the morning yes. um somebody posted videos from their their high school performance oh, club. The Glee Club and the one of the guy uh, doing High School Musical.
1: Oh, I didn't and see that. And hearing
0: them all suck so badly. Just, yeah, yeah of course you got into jazz
1: choir. <laughs> no, that's my thing. I'm like, everyone else must have been real bad. Yeah. Right? Like, because I was like, I must be really good because I'm getting a solo. No. <laughs> Me. So, anyways, that one I carried quite late into life. Okay, and I remember I was still kind of clinging to it. And I met Julia, and <laughs> like, we were like singing in the car when we like first were dating. Right, she was driving me home, and I was like singing along to <gasps> the da, <music>. da, <laughs> da, da, da. one of those. Videos. Come on, Julia, sing like. Da, 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 da. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, and and she started laughing. And I was like, what are you laughing at? And she's like, it's so cute. What are you laughing at?
0: My formal jazz (laughs) choir training?
1: (laughs) And she's like, it's so cute that you just go for it. And I was like... What, I, what does you mean that go mean? Go for it. You mean
0: hit the nose?
1: <laughs> what are you trying to get at here? And she was like laughing. Like she couldn't stop laughing. And that was like a that was a hard day.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well that this really is, brought
1: me down to reality. This
0: I relate to this deeply, mm-hmm. not because I I was in choir. I can't sing. I don't I, I didn't try out for it. This was in elementary school. Yeah. They let me in because I was a warm body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but my roommate consistently says that the meanest thing i I've ever said to her uh-huh. was when I told her she couldn't sing
1: see cause that's mean cause it's, it's you, you don't want to break people's illusions like that unless they're about to go on American Idol and then it's like don't put them in that ring
0: here's the thing I live with the bitch
1: yeah, and you don't even sing. I'm I'm gonna
0: break that delusion right away. I
1: thought Lauren. could... I don't have much of an ear, I guess, but I thought Lauren could sing pretty well. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I've heard her, like you know. <laughs> no. Um,
0: yeah. Well, like when we were drunk in the park, and she said she was classically trained, and I was like, by who? Helen Keller. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pop yeah. vocalist, Alan <laughs> killer. one of my faves.
0: So yeah, um, yeah, broke that delusion pretty quick.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's it. Nice. So you're maybe not delusional, but you're a dream killer, is what we're. I'm what we're going certainly with. a dream, a dream killer. 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 Yeah. Okay, I feel that for you. Yeah, yeah I feel that. Vibe. Hey, Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for thirty years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention, and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old-school method, did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in-app, And it's an amazing value. The Lifetime membership has all 25 languages, so you don't have to stop at one. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Can Explain podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses For the rest of your life, redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today.
0: I'm I don't know if I'm delusional
1: like did you ever like I think I'm
0: far too much of a realist yeah like my goals some of my goals if I was to like say them out loud to someone Uh, they might seem unrealistic but I only have them as a goal because I've mapped out every rung of the ladder to get there. Right. Yeah.
1: See, me, I lay in bed at night, and I just you're
0: building the ladder as you go.
1: I'm just I'm thinking about like the stuff that you, if you saw the inside of my brain, that I imagine is gonna happen in my life. Yeah, is
0: Broadway still beyond. is probably in there. Still, <laughs> da, in the, you never da, know. Da.
1: I'm thinking maybe if I get a few little classes in, little vocal training. Right. when well,
0: when Gaga comes to your party, she can probably give can you vocal give me, lessons yes. as well.
1: she give me a few little tips.
0: Yeah. She's already there. Bogo. You know. There
1: you go. <laughs> And she comes dressed as Joe Biden <laughs> to my birthday. My favorite. <laughs> oh, my God. For people that didn't listen to the last episode, that's this whole thing's really not going to make much sense.
0: Do, even if you did, it's not going to make any fucking sense.
1: I have another delusional thing uh-huh. that I thought about for years. Okay. Okay. This is very much like uh, big fish, small pond, small fish, big ocean. Vibe. What? Have you ever heard about this? Okay.
0: That hurt my so brain. So you know when you're like, <laughs> I would try not to think about the ocean.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hate the ocean.
1: <laughs> Space. The ocean. I hate
0: it. I hate it so much.
1: The afterlife.
0: Oh my god. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm disgusted by all of it. Yeah. It's so all, gross. All,
1: all possible things. Yeah. Um. Okay. So like this is the thing that they used to tell us a lot when I, um was in dance when i was younger they were like yeah like a big part of traveling why it's important to go travel and compete or put yourself in competitions that you know or maybe out of your league is because it's really easy in a dance school of you know 300 dancers to feel like you're really good at something because maybe you're just like top so they were speaking to
0: you directly
1: (laughs) this is a one-on-one just so you know
0: sometimes (laughs) some people feel like because they're in jazz choir they're very good at jazz choir Uh, but
1: (laughs) oh i just had a flashback i remember i got a part in a play singing it was a pantomime because uh and the person like the one of the church no this oh, one okay. was downtown auditioned me and said that <laughs> Vancouver having me. two pantomimes yeah, <laughs> is it the church one <laughs> or is it <that> the downtown <laughs> one <laughs> it's a downtown version um they auditioned me and said that they booked me because they could tell how much I loved to sing
0: see that is see that's, and that's, that's the, a backhanded that's compliment the thing, right there that is
1: <laughs> so you suck but you looked really happy when you yeah you that's a shot. like
0: If you auditioned as a dancer and they were like, we really liked how much fun you were having. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I got a lot of participation trophies.
0: I'm sure you did. (laughs) (laughs) Participation.
1: (laughs) You're having fun. This is nice. Um, (laughs) No. So because it's easy to feel like a big fish in a small pond. Right. Right. Um, And then all of a sudden... You Like, I think we see it on Drag Race a lot. All of a sudden, they go from being the big fish in the small pond, which is their local city.
0: Ah, I see what you're saying.
1: And then all of a sudden, there's small fish in a big ocean, which is Drag Race, where they have, like, the best of the best from all over the place. And they're like, what the hell? My delusion is I thought I was going to come here and win every competition because I am the most booked drag performer in my city. Yeah, it's like Um, you're the
0: best drag queen in fucking Missouri. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) What about North America? (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. So, like, I think that that is, like... I think that a lot of my younger self delusions had to do with had that. Had Missouri
0: mindset. Yes.
1: Yeah. Like, the jazz choir, me getting a solo. It's like, was I actually good, or was I just not? The only one
0: that wanted a solo. Yeah, <laughs> the only one who showed up to fucking audition for yeah, solo. the solo. Only, yeah, the only child yeah that didn't have crippling stage fright <laughs> yes, and enough so delusion that exactly. if they gave them a solo, they would still honestly, perform it. Honestly, looking back,
1: they probably, honestly, that was probably what it was, because they're like. We know she won't choke. Like she'll choke in the sense that she'll suck. But But, she
0: doesn't know it. But she doesn't know it,
1: so she'll get through it. Like, she won't panic. No. Oh, I went out there (laughs) sore, and vocals were coming out of my windpipes like nobody ever heard. Mm. Woo! Actually, after one of my jazz choir performances, afterwards, I came off stage, and I said to my mom and my dad, they were there with their other two friends, and it was, like, this, like, jazz choir, jazz band performance night where they, like, made the gym over into, like, a cabaret thing. Okay. And parents could, like, buy bottles of wine, and it was, like, to fundraise kind so they all of had to
0: drink to listen to you sing is what <laughs> Actually,
1: you're saying <laughs> so my mom and dad and her the, my parents friends were like there and like like had some wine and stuff so they were like you know you came off stage
0: all of them unconscious i
1: came out, <laughs> i came off stage and i was like oh my god like i did my solo i was like it was so good and they were like yeah and i was like mm-hmm. sweetie you did but see nothing phases me like like the, at that age nothing phased me like, I still thought I was good. You would have had to really directly tell me. And then later you in life... still
0: think you were good. Yeah. <laughs> right now.
1: Da, da. Da, da. No, and then later in life, like, maybe, like, 16 to 23, okay. I got very sensitive to people's responses. Yeah. And then I just decided I just won't give the people a chance to respond, and I will be a famous Broadway performer.
0: That's the thing, is, like, I don't... I think that I had delusions as a child, but... They just get broken down over time. Like you, yeah. st- I think I I didn't really have a ton of. I mean, but
1: that's you know, why you just have to you just have to readjust. I
0: know. I need to get just. You need as, to get a little
1: more delusional. Yeah. It's really freeing once you do it. It's like the first ones the scariest, and then you you get through one, and you're like, oh, it actually kind of pays to be a little delusional.
0: No, I think it, I think there's a healthy amount of delusion. I agree. Yeah,
1: I agree. You definitely
0: walk that line. I
1: walk that line for sure. Yeah, I walk that line. I'm a little nuts. Yeah. But you know what? I've tried some fun things in my life because of being a little delusional. Here's a a recent one that's happening to me. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um... Um... I think I've talked about this on the podcast, so I'm doing like some acting auditions and stuff like that, have I? Yeah. I, I don't you really have, remember. Yeah. Okay. So for once I don't really remember what I've talked about. You? <laughs> Who me. Um and yeah, so that was one of those things like when I was like a teenager, I was in drama, I wanted to do. Um it was like maybe when I was like sixteen and then like it was kind of at that age where I was like worried I was gonna look like a loser to try and do that because yeah like we talked about earlier until you're famous everyone makes fun of you for trying to do something like that so I never did it and then all of a sudden like my covid uh quarantine crisis set in um and I was reaching out to like agents in Vancouver and I got an agent okay but this is not without like emailing a lot of agents I think I emailed Almost every agency in Vancouver, like, four times. Yeah, psychotic. Like, like next level. Yeah. But, once again, got the job done. I got an agent. It was great. Actually, the last time I had two agents reach out back to me, which I had gone, like, multiple rounds of emails over months of time. Yeah. With Bypassed no response.
0: many a please delete this. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Please never speak to me again. Yeah. And, um... Anyway, so I got a response from a couple agents. I picked one. And then I was doing auditions and stuff. And I booked a role. Here's my delusion now. Here's my delusion. I'm confused why I don't book every role. Right. I'm confused. Yeah. Because I send in the tape. And I'm like, that's it.
0: No, that's the problem. That's you send it. send in the it. tape. <laughs>
1: i send it in and i look and i'm like well yeah that's exactly well, what they're looking for yeah <laughs>
0: like,
1: like great they don't have to waste any more time are they-
0: like you were looking for a 14 year old redheaded boy <laughs> and i am right here and i'm a little lost about why i'm not booking this
1: yeah. me calling my agent just like yeah. did you get any feedback yeah. <laughs> like, i'm a little confused <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's Scarlett my...
0: Johansson to every role. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you wanted an Asian woman, and I am Scarlett Johansson. So, I'm so confused. This seems like a perfect match.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I am definitely that's my new delusional thing. Okay, and that's something that I feel like has been a really good like um, check for me because it's something usually yeah. okay usually in most of my delusions because i consider myself an entrepreneur and a go-getter i make it happen for myself right so it gives me the opportunity to kind of go a little overboard because i'm like i can just work harder i can just do more i can just not sleep for three weeks i'll get this done with this this is something in my life that's structured that like i cannot change the outcome thank god you know yeah. like i can't you know, trust me, late at night, I'm thinking, okay, well, how do I make my own feature film? Because then I could book myself. Yeah. But this is how delusional I am. I think of ways around it. I'm like that. Most people would—most people, I think normal people, would sit there and go, I hope I get a role. And one day, can you imagine if I was in a movie? I think, well, how can I make How do I movie? own a
0: movie studio? <laughs> yes.
1: and then I could book myself for a movie right there's always another door you know there's always a way around Your,
0: yours is like full you just bypass other people's <laughs> delusions some people's delusions are like oh, I would love if I could act and like get in a commercial yours is like <laughs> how do I own every movie honor? <laughs> exactly and then CGI my face, face on every role that's ever existed
1: oh my god like Taylor Swift recreating her album but I just recreate every movie that's ever existed but it's just me yeah that's a great idea
0: oh, Jesus
1: <laughs> can they sue you for that it's like a cover it's a cover song you uh, can't sue sued for that
0: I will help them sue you for that <laughs> in some way <laughs>
1: All right, Gabers, we're going to take a quick break to tell you about a company that Sean and I both love. It's called Care Of, and it's a customized vitamin plan that delivers right to your door. The vitamins are super high quality, and they're individually wrapped, which makes it really easy to get into routine of taking daily vitamins. I personally think it's a cool little victory for the new year. It's something for yourself and it's catered to your unique health needs by taking their online quiz at takecareof.com. of.com. The quiz is fun. It's inclusive. It only takes five minutes. It asks you all sorts of questions about your own health goals um, and you personally, which means you get a customized vitamin plan for your needs. So for 50% off of your first care of order, go to takecareof.com of.com and enter code explain. 50. Again, for fifty percent off your first Care of order, you can go to takecareof.com and enter code explain fifty.
0: Um, I also think there's like a weird delusion that I experienced as a queer person mm-hmm. that um, when I got past like the sadness and the fear of coming out, okay, I was convinced that um, I was gonna be so fascinating because I was gay.
1: Right. You thought you were going to be really unique because of it. Yeah. I was yes. like, I'm the one
0: gay person in Canada.
1: Yes. Yeah. And
0: now, yeah, obviously, that. some people are going to hate me, but everybody's going to love me. Yes. And then sometimes I'm still like, oh, a lot of people don't like gays. <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yes. Totally. Yeah. I think there's a big part of the queer experience that is that, especially like, same with me, like, grab like I in the school I went to in the friends group I was in, I was like the only out gay person the first person came out so it was very much like i was a standalone and for some reason for some reasons i did not like that but and for other reasons it's like at least i felt like i was like something yeah you know and then it's like oh jazz choir
0: and lesbian that's all (laughs) between being
1: a famous broadway performer and the only lesbian in the world um i felt pretty special yeah yeah oh the one role i thought that i was gonna book for sure is alphaba
0: Right. Well, you weren't green, so you're fucked. Well,
1: I can get there. <laughs> <laughs> eat I can enough, eat enough broccoli. <laughs> yeah, there. Um,
0: yeah, I. I just think like. Uh it's, like, that weird... I don't know how to describe it. It's that weird thing that um, a lot of the gay characters in shows that yes. were main characters is what I kind of saw myself as. Like, right. the Jacks. Like, all those, you know, like, yeah. th- every time it would be, like, a white, kind of mm. sarcastic, yeah. skinny gay. I was like, that's gonna be me. Right. And then you realize that, like, every white gay is the exact same. Right. And yes. it's like, oh, I'm not I'm not this rare breed. I'm just obnoxious.
1: A hundred percent. hundred percent.
0: There's too many any of me yes you know (laughs) I think
1: I remember one of the first girls I dated she was like I I use the term dated loosely because she lived in a different place and it was very quick it's a tumblr-esque thing and she was like oh my gosh yeah it's so crazy because like on tumblr like basically if you're like pretty and you're out like everyone's gonna love you right like it seemed so easy to get like a girlfriend or like validation or anything like that and then you very quickly learned, like, there's like so many pretty people in the world, and there's so many funny people, and there's so many talented people, and there's so many charismatic people, and so many people are also having to be gay, and it's like that's not gonna get you. No, far enough. No. <laughs> it's not it. <laughs> it's not it. But I think I think that's normal for like queer people to feel because for so much of your life that is such a big like part of your brain like it takes up so much of your thought process of like how am i going to come out how am i going to get over this hurdle? who am i so your who am i becomes your queerness in a sense because you're constantly daily dealing with like how you're going to navigate that how you're going to label yourself if you're going to label yourself when you're going to come out how you're going to do it it becomes so much of your story that it's hard that once that's done it's almost like okay well now who am i besides that right it's hard to, like, peel back those layers. Yeah. And feel special just because you're you.
0: I also think this has a direct correlation to a Justin Bieber fight. Mm. So let's bring it back there. Okay. Um, I think we... It's also... This is, like, maybe a... Uh, a negative turn for this but mm-hmm. i think it's also easy for us to like sit here and talk about our delusions but we're also cis white people
1: yes 100%. and it's like
0: society allows us to have these delusions 100%, 100%. and that's how i feel about justin bieber <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you know you talk about the star power and all yeah, this yeah, shit yeah. and i get him he drummed when he was four mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's like this is how I feel about male pop stars yes (laughs) white male pop stars they are told that they are the most magical creatures on earth right Harry Styles wears a boa once and he's breaking gender down right he's just you know the most iconic Mm. what like gender is not an issue for him they have to do the least
1: to get the most praise
0: exactly and like that's what I don't know. It's just such a weird thing. I like, get it. We, society isn't constantly telling us that we can't do things. So, mm-hmm. in our
1: minds, we can do anything. 100%. Yeah. Well, like the weekend performing at the Super Bowl halftime. Right. I, we texted after that. And I was just like totally rattled by it because I was just like, this is just insulting to everything in my is opinion it's just insulting
0: to the like, weekdays it's just like i was
1: just <laughs> i'm just like how is it fair honestly that there's like this pressure for like female super bowl performers for like you have to learn like 5 minutes of choreography and you have to be dropping from the ceiling and you're in flips and there's cannons shooting you in the air and you're blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. and then the weekend literally goes up there and just like ran through a tunnel and i was like what,
0: what's happening he ran through a tunnel no
1: outfit changes no thought to the outfits ran through a fucking tunnel looked he ra- lost he and ran that through a it. tunnel
0: and then there were people with facial bandages on and like, they were like, Well, mean? you don't get it because he is talking about the, the constant pressure of Hollywood and how it's so focused on plastic surgery and he needs to break through that. And I'm like, he is a man. Yeah. There is not one time in his life yes. that he has faced the pressure uh-huh. of having facial surgery like yes. women are constantly totally. told that they have to do. And also so I'm like been for done him, by so it's many been, women before it's drag queens constantly. It's something yes. that we've seen. Lady but, Gaga, like yeah. is been done like shut up
1: <laughs> like isn't there is it a katie perry music video or there's some music video where they're laying there like they they're on their body it's drawn on like pieces of meat like i don't remember which pop song it's yeah. but it's just been done like people are reaching at this point to make it mean something what happened is a male performer got booked and he stood on fucking stage and ran around a bit yeah and made 50 million dollars yeah it's like fuck off honestly i can't stand that <laughs> because like also there's a time and a place i'm not saying but every performer needs Think- to be a massive performer like when it comes to elaborate like showmanship and all this kind of stuff yeah but like the halftime show is a show.
0: Yeah, But it's a show. Think about how little Justin Bieber would do.
1: But Justin Bieber dances.
0: <laughs> he would give some choreo. Dan- but Justin you Bieber know, dances. You know he'd be wearing his own merch in a beanie and a hoodie.
1: <laughs> okay, true. Fair <laughs> to that. But at least he dances, and at least he plays instruments. Yeah. Like, I've been to his concerts. He does do (laughs) pole dances. No, I bet you have. He does jump on the drums and play drums. Like, at least he's doing it, you know? Like, no one's going to touch a woman, because, like, the way that women perform is just next level, but but there's, there's just different levels. Yeah, and
0: I do think, I mean, maybe that was kind of a weird jump, but I do think there are different levels
1: of ability to be delusional yeah based on the representation you're provided based on um the access to resources that you're provided absolutely yeah i
0: think i think being a pop star is such like obviously it's so detached from where we are Mm -hmm. but i think it's such a uh great like summary of all of it because it's like you can do the minimal amount Mm -hmm. if you are a white male and then if a White woman did the same thing. Yeah. People would rag on her for that. If it was a woman of color, if it was like yeah. somebody who's bigger, like Lizzo, you know, it's yeah, like it would just totally. keep. Yeah,
1: it would just keep. The fact, that, put it this way, the fact that I was afforded the opportunity and the time to dream big. Yeah, it says it all. Yeah, because some people aren't. Yeah, right. It's not so, lost
0: on me. <laughs> yeah,
1: so like it. it that's definitely something. That's a good thing to bring up and acknowledge for sure. Because I, I have the opportunity to. At night, lay at home and have the time to that the space in my mind to think of dreams. Yeah, but I will say also on the flip side of that, that really helps with my anxiety. Dreaming, dreaming big. Oh, because okay. it almost seems so unattainable that it doesn't stress me out. Because when I dream of like when I think of smaller goals, my yeah. anxiety is like, oh god, I should be doing that, or like I gotta get that done tomorrow. I gotta get that done by by this age or like this, whatever, when I think of like really big goals, right? It almost gives my like anxious mind a pass because I'm like, it's probably not going to happen, Yeah. but it's just fun to think about. So I just think, and it's more of a fun, like it's like creating my own dreams while awake and it's just fun to think about. Like, can you imagine if that happened
0: Steve, for me? you're so the opposite of me because the one thing that riddles my anxiety mm-hmm. <laughs> is um, thinking about space, obviously the ocean <laughs> things like that. Yeah. But in a similar vein, things that are out of my control. Right. Give me anxiety. Even if it's something right. in a, a dream delusion state. It gives you, That if yeah. I... If there's no, like, tangible ways towards yeah. things, that the unknown, anything unknown, anything that I don't have control over, it ruins my life. And there's something else I want to talk about, which I don't know how it's tied to delusion. More, We were talking about... Uh, faux wokeness
1: ah this isn't this is a form of delusion this is a delusion a lot lately and
0: i i'm not gonna say who this person is but it's something i was very frustrated with and it's
1: something in a long line of annoyances i will say
0: yes um i don't even know how to talk about this or if i should
1: i think you should i I think (laughs) i think it's like I'll, i'll let you voice it i was gonna try and put words in your mouth, but you'd say how you feel comfortable saying it.
0: I think uh, uh, part of uh, delusion that people don't see is like the delusion of social media and like yep. it's so hard to understand who someone is as a person when it's all filtered and yes. you know, it's like the whole thing is not even delusion, it's an illusion.
1: It's an illusion. <laughs> yeah, And we talked about it before how on this podcast how it's frustrating for us as people who in certain capacities get to see behind the curtain yeah. of who these people are and not their curated content that it's frustrating knowing their true selves or knowing what they actually do yeah. in comparison to what they present and say.
0: Yeah, and I mean no hate to this person. I hope people don't actually even know who I'm talking about because yeah. this is it's not person-specific. But anyways, there was a situation probably two years ago yes. um, where... I I wasn't even there. I heard about it.
1: Mm-hmm. I was there.
0: You were there. You saw it firsthand. Full eyewitness. Um, uh, My roommate was at a Pride event, mm-hmm. and then the Pride event was turning into a later Pride event. Mm-hmm. And so to fill in the same location, mm-hmm. it was like, this is babes in the sun at like 12 to <laughs> babes three <at> dusk. <laughs> yeah and then like babes at dusk was like six to yeah so we had, 3 like, <laughs> we had like a
1: two hour gap between the day party and the night party where they i don't know what they do wash the fucking place down oh
0: they <laughs> fucking steam clean it power wash it and so this we, was before covid so yes.
1: so we went for dinner to a restaurant like two blocks away and um there was like 10 of us there both it was it was one of those things because it was the people that had been at the party so there was a lot of people there that were not necessarily close friends i'd say closer to 15 but just kind of a group had walked down together so some people that were close some people that were not needless to say pretty big group not just close friends i think that's important to state yes for the roommates uncomfortableness
0: yes so my the, I guess I shouldn't even say, it, but now it's out there. My roommate um, was describing herself, yes. who is who at the time identified as bisexual. And keep in
1: mind, this was her first summer out, first Pride. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, at the time, identified as bisexual, now identifies as lesbian, was uh, using the word gay to describe herself. Yes, I'm gay. Blah blah blah. blah. There was a person,
1: and it was like it was one of those things like just. <laughs> Do you to want give... to tell it? You first, No, no, no. Just, I guess I can. Okay, I'll just, I just, just to give like, because I just want people to understand why this was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because it wasn't like we were having an identity conversation. Yeah. I think that's important to talk about. It's not like we were sitting there. We had just been day I drinking think you at should a party. T- I, that okay, was in a okay, shady sure. way. I mean, okay, you should... <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. So we were just at a day party. Yeah. You know, having drinks, having fun, dancing. There's a time and a place for uh, queer discussion, right? There's also a safe place or a comfortable place or a level of connection between people where you might be comfortable discussing identity with yeah. somebody else and what that identity means to you. So why I thought it was important to say it was a large group. Not everyone knew each other very well. And everyone's just having a laugh. It is no one is going deeper than the weather. Okay. Like we're having a laugh. Yeah. And... um. The roommate said... <laughs> the fact that everyone knows who the roommate is, yeah. we still trying to keep it incognito. The roommate said something along the lines of, like, oh, yeah, like, um... She did not say gays only, but it was, like, a joke that would have said gay something. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, I'm gay or, like, oh, my identity or, like, I identify as gay. It was nothing about that. It was, like, a joke. It was, like, she just used it in a phrase. And this other person pipes up at the table in front of everyone and goes, well, you're not gay. You're bi. Like, and then she's, like, kind of embarrassed, because also this is a group of people she doesn't know. Yeah. So the roommates, like, oh, well, yeah, like, and then kind of second-guessing what she had said and everything like this. And this other person, who also, by the way, didn't know anyone fucking at this table either. Yeah. Goes goes yeah you told me you were bi so are you not bi are you gay or are you bi puts her like on the spot on blast in front of fucking everybody everyone's like it was just like the tone the awkwardness everything and then she felt very uncomfortable because she's meeting new people and then she didn't understand and I had to like have a separate conversation with her and be like oh my god do not worry about it so many people use gay as an umbrella term and even if they didn't it's none of that person's business to put you on blast about your label or your identity in front of a group of people when they don't even fucking know you. Yeah. Like, this, once again, was not a person that would she would have even had an identity conversation with in private. Yeah. So it was just fucking rude. And so anyways... That's what happened, and she was very uncomfortable, and I said, I say I'm gay all the time. I'm a lesbian, yeah. but I say I'm gay. Lo- plenty I people- say I'm gay all
0: the time, and I'm, I'm more so just annoying, But <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, that's my label. Plenty of
1: people <laughs> use gay in the same way as queer. Absolutely. As an umbrella term. Yeah. Um Well,
0: that's like, even with this fucking podcast, we... say all the time that we're gay or we make an episode title that's like a gay pun pun. and it's like that's
1: not exclusionary to lesbians or pan folks or bi folks or anything else it's like no that's just it's a pun based on the umbrella gay term right so anyways that's where i will end and you can carry on
0: I don't. I don't know how to phrase this without. Uh, <laughs>
1: okay. Anyway, so now this person on social media said something along the thing along the lines of made a piece of content that was saying that it's wrong when people call out bisexual people for saying that they're gay. Yeah. And this two years ago, there was no apology. There was no nothing. This person has just would would honestly, if you brought it up, probably wouldn't even remember. Would have no awareness of making anyone else uncomfortable, but then yet is going to stand on the soapbox and do something completely different. Yeah. And this is not a one-time thing. And I will say this. I... Me just going (laughs) in. Me just fucking going in. I just think I'm, like, hopped up about this shit because it's, like, I'm not saying that you can't grow and change your mind, and I'm not saying you have to go back and revert to giving everyone else a apology that you ever made a mistake about yeah. there's plenty of times and plenty of people probably that know me or listen to this podcast and also know me that are like your opinion from now has changed completely totally. from three years ago so th- i that's very different like in the sense of learning but when it comes to like social media influencers like acting high and mighty about knowing things i think we come to this space and we're like we are learning
0: we have no fucking idea we also we are. We acknowledge <laughs> you know
1: what would be something cool to acknowledge that you didn't know things before. Yeah. I think we do that a lot. And I think I, in my content, I try and do that a lot of saying, cause like, I think it's weird to try and act like you've always known things yeah. and like you, it's everyone else is wrong for not knowing things. Like if that person had been like, Oh my gosh, I used to not get this, but this is actually like really rude or insulting or like makes people feel not valid or excluded or whatever it may be. That would be a very different piece of content than acting like, they cannot believe that people would ever consider that. Yeah. And that's when again that that level of delusion with social media gets frustrating because I think the world would progress a lot farther and people would grow a lot more if people just owned up to the fact that like, hey, you're gonna make mistakes, you're not always gonna be right and your opinion's gonna be wrong a lot of the time and it's gonna hopefully change but and grow.
0: Figuring it out is the journey. And yeah. this is my journey. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I was <laughs> like having a, a pretty good non like non outrageous podcast. Yeah.
0: And then just going off and
1: then just going off at the end. Yeah. Oops. Some things, some things you just got to get off your chest. Speaking yeah. of um, speaking of going off, we're going to be on Patreon. Uh, doing a bonus episode this is certainly get,
0: going off <laughs> certainly going off
1: but uh wherever you're listening make sure to follow or subscribe head over to our social media on instagram at i Can explain podcast and personally at sean.lusk and at brianne williamson and until next time we will see, see you around the neighborhood feeling spicy oh oh just spilling drinks empty. <laughs>